Hey, this is Tyler, and this is just a quick sound check. Check one, check two. And this is Lenny, checka checka, talking and enunciating. Projecting. And projecting, projecting my words so I can talk on this podcast. Podcast. Welcome. Here we are. Here we are. Again. Yes. This is Tyler. This is Lenny. And you're listening to the Tyler and Lenny Show. And um, let's see, this week we don't yet have the Jaxi Minute. No, but we will. We'll cut it in here. Right Let's about here. Here's the Jaxi Minute. Uh, yes, Blanket Fort should happen at least once, you guys. That would be so, so cool. Diversity is so needed. We have to hold the tension. We have to keep asking ourselves, is this right? Uh, there was an amazing quote in this episode. Uh, There's nothing new in Echo. So good. Just say that out loud to yourselves. It's so good. Think about it. And what does that mean for your conversations and your people group and things so policing it's a tricky situation i'll speak for myself and my relationship with lenny the main thing is love but that sounds so cheesy but it's not love just like sensual or gooey but it's believing the best about the other person always not spiteful love is patient it's kind that kind of love that's love and it's hard it's that first corinthians 13 shit uh lastly stickers are never over all the stickers always they are not going out, and they make that diversity we need. <laughs> That's oh, so that, was, great. that was so good. <laughs> Thank you. I mean, and also inspiring, or perhaps uh, mom- momentous. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for your thoughts, Jaxie. Yeah. And um, I think, okay, I think for this show, I just want to talk to you, Lenny, a mm-hmm. little bit. Just want to interview you a little bit see how see how you're doing what's what's going on in your world um, how are you these days that is a great question uh, I feel like I have a lot I have a lot of stuff going on right now it sounds like such a cliche stupid excuse but there really has been non-stop probably the well the first thing <clears throat> was that a couple months ago we were looking at the numbers for the shop and for the decrease in traffic from all the COVID stuff and figuring out what we really should be, like what should I take home be, you know, what should Evan be bringing in for, for what we have going? And they're like, okay, we'll get, we have two months, we'll take a look at it again in two months and then decide whether or not to, um, the idea will be close the original store and move everything to the second location over at the Wise Wonders building. And it's been a month and a half and we keep kicking it down the road kicking the can down the road to like announce it and make a decision but barring any any major change uh, in traffic over the next couple of weeks uh, we'll shut down Eben 1 and move all of those goodies to Eben 2 and be open over there so if you are a regular customer you can find us just two blocks away so that was really a lot of yeah. feeling yeah this has been something we've been talking about for a while and um lenny and jaxie and i have gotten together multiple times yeah. and talked through it cried a lot prayed a lot um thank god for the times that we have had 
together. Yeah. There's been yeah. so many, so many good events and experiences and connections, and so we're super, super excited to. Oh, you know, we should we need to listen to that uh, yeah old podcast from. <laughs> Yeah, maybe. Do you want to do that right now, or do you want to? I suppose we could. Yeah. Unless you want to keep talking about something else. I I feel like I'm not ready. Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. To, like, <laughs> right. let's, let's do another episode. Yes, that's one, like yeah. kind of more. We got a couple more weeks. We got two more yeah. Weeks before, so. I'm not ready to yes. completely say goodbye. Okay. To this, I'm. Okay. I still have some faith in something, but in something, <laughs> I don't know. I'm not ready. I'm it's just good. not ready. Yeah. <laughs> So that's one thing that's. that's, that's one thing. I feel like this really is just going to be me just blah. I know. Barfing I know. into the microphone. Okay. <clears throat> um, and then. So just, yeah. Um, we, uh, one, of, one of my kids was real smooth and smashed into our neighbor's 2019 car and did significant amount of damage. And so we were kind of stressed out financially about how much the repairs were going to cost and um yeah we just have been kind of amazed at like our friends pouring out of the woodwork to help support us financially in that and um yeah just super grateful for that and learning and helping the boys try to learn lessons about responsibility and he'll be he'll be paying off some of his own some of his own debt and doing doing some work to help chip away at the uh, debt uh, Tyler has also been super helpful in <laughs> helping us get that get that down and so then we thought man everything's so terrible and then uh, Jaxie's grandpa just passed yeah. and that one was kind of more expected he's been declining for a bit and so um, in many ways, it was a it was a relief to the to the family and to him. Um, he's been suffering through some stuff for quite a while now, and um, that must have just happened because I think like yeah, the other day, three days ago maybe, four days ago. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, and so then um, I think the other day when I talked to you, I thought he was still yeah, with I mean, us, but yeah, probably. Yeah. Yeah, three or four days ago. Okay. Um, and they'd kind of been planning a trip to go up there and talk about what the next stage of care was going to be for him anyway. So it was, <clears throat> it was super, probably probably good timing for everybody to be up there. Yeah. <clears throat> um, and so then we also thought that that was just a lot, you know? <laughs> There's a yeah. lot going on. Yeah. Um, and then... Um, the yeah man I don't know I don't yeah know how much to right yeah we have some really good friends and their uh, their son who's the same age as our oldest son um, ended up being in a car wreck with his grandparents and he and he passed and so it's the Billings family here and <clears throat> they're just I mean we can't, can't I can't imagine what it'd be like to lose one of your children and so. We feel really strongly about helping support them in every way that we can, and yeah. providing everything we can for them. And but it's just interesting to like those going through those like scopes of loss of like, oh hey, the shop is going to be done, and then like oh hey, this feeling like this like 
financial burden was like such a huge it was gonna be a huge loss you know it was gonna yeah. be this thing and then like oh we're gonna now we lost like a like an aging family member and that's like that's a loss and everybody's gonna be sad and there's gonna be estate stuff and all these things and then to see a family go through a loss of a a young child was just like wow like so much of this other stuff is just pales in comparison like I'm happy to pay off <laughs> I'm happy that my kids are causing damage to property and I have to pay for it because yeah. they're because I because they're they're, in, I gotta, they're infinitely valuable yeah just yeah, so much so much value and just going through those different uh, just rings of feelings of loss you know yeah. as it goes yeah. out and just some of them paling in comparison to yeah. others yeah Um, I've been reading a book called The Relentless Elimination of Hurry. It's a, it was a book that my, that uh, Garth's old roommate who came and stayed with us for a few days gave to Garth. And I was looking at the cover of it and the author is John Mark Comer and I was like, Man, that name is so familiar, and I, I, it popped into my mind that oh yeah, I went to that guy's church, like two times when I was oh. out in Portland. Oh, okay. one time, uh, for a couple weeks, year like eight years ago probably. Wow. Back when Jesse had my fight and did oh, a yeah, shopping yeah. in, in, oh, in yeah. uh, Hood River. Hood River, right? Yeah. yeah. Anyways, so I crack open the book and it, it's just like such an easy well such an easy read especially after like reading a lot of Chesterton and um, <laughs> deep <laughs> philosophy <laughs> philosophical yeah. yeah Chesterton's not too bad but like uh, he's a well, he's a little tough but it, but yeah it was just like such a pleasure to read a modern day author and just like <laughs> go through it so fast but there were some really beautiful thoughts in it it's a it's all about how do we I mean it's kind of a popular topic that everybody seems to be getting on board of like how do we slow down in a world that is continually um, elevating fastness and mm. living fast and having it all basically yeah so this book is kind of talking about examining the lifestyle of Jesus and because when he says to people, hey, come follow me, my yoke is easy and my burden is light. It, it reminds me of times where my cousin Jesse has been around and I just end up setting aside everything in my life and just go do whatever do he happens yeah. to do. And this book talks about discipleship as like another word you could almost use for it would be apprenticeship. Mm -hmm. And I realized that that's kind of how it feels when I'm hanging out with my cousin Jesse. Or even like when Daniel's here, we just mm -hmm. get so much more done. We're just doing life alongside each other. And with somebody like Jesse or somebody like Daniel, I'm, so I'm like in the yoke and I'm looking over and trying to copy the movements that they're making. Kind of like, remember in and that- And even like a yoke just being a shared, burden you know like you put the you put it over two animals and they're pulling it together that, yeah. that side by side it's not yeah it's not just one you know and, they yeah. said, and the second animal is learning from the maybe the older one yep. too you know like how to 
how to do the movements and how to yeah and that's kind of like right in that remember that Kierkegaard part that I talked about with the that I read from like the night of ultimate or mm-hmm. the night of infinite faith yeah oh yeah yeah we really would just watch him and yeah if I could just watch him and, and copy his yeah, movements yeah and um so this book kind of goes into what it what was the weekly routine what was sort of the lifestyle of Jesus and so much of it was he was like he was uh, always getting away to his quiet place mm-hmm. like constantly coming back to his quiet place to get back in touch with the father yeah and then coming out perf- like healing working with people teaching and then you go back to and the then, quiet yeah, place. Yeah, and then disappearing again. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. And and always observing the Sabbath. Like, doesn't it say, like, he goes to the temple as was his custom or something? Like, mm-hmm. Basically yeah. suggesting that he goes there each week. Constant, like, always taking an opportunity to have a, uh, enjoy a good meal with friends and... And scumbags. And sit down. Yeah, and scumbags. <laughs> scumbags. And... Uh, and enjoy a glass of wine and you know I'm like oh yeah this is starting I could see how especially in that culture 2,000 years ago and in our culture it's like that 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 pace of life mm-hmm. would be a much easier yoke a much lighter burden and even when you're I think when you're deciding like yeah as like a like someone to follow as a disciple but even just like for like a lifestyle or a belief system where you're like, who is someone that you'd want to emulate their life, you yeah. know? Yeah. And when you do, when you look at the life of Jesus, you're like, there's definitely some, there's definitely hard things. And I, and since also like most of those early disciples ended up getting martyred, that might be <laughs> deterring, yeah. you know, but the, the idea of the lifestyle that is presented is, seems, at least to me, and I guess I've been thinking about this for lots and lots of years now, but it seems very, yeah, very doable <laughs> uh-huh. yeah. very doable very very understanding very yeah. like not too many rules <laughs> like right. that last yeah. podcast yeah. you know yeah. that's yeah and so I guess I just brought that up just to uh, that's what's been on my mind but I hope uh, and and I, I I guess I hope that you're able to during this time also get your quiet time in and uh and it's a pleasure, like, getting to meet up with you guys each week, too, and kind of get side-by-side oh, side with you and Jaxie and your family. Yeah, yeah. I am now thinking about how, like, I want to imagine, imagine sort of in my mind at any time, like, even now, talking, like, okay, Jesus is in the yoke next to me. Mm. What would he do if he were me right here and now mm-hmm. in this moment? Yeah. But also getting alongside people like you, people like Abram. Uh, Jesse's going to be here for like two weeks, and I'm excited for that. People like Daniel. And just knowing like you guys are people I can learn a lot from, you and Jaxie, and... It's just, it's beautiful doing life alongside you Thanks. guys. Yeah. <laughs> <It means> a <laughs> lot. I think it, also sometimes we just, we like yoke ourselves to people that are just detrimental yeah. to us and yeah. they're, you know, 
freezing the livestock idea. You know, they're going, they're trying to get off the path or go backwards. They're trying to get out of the harness or all these things that just make the work more frustrating yeah. rather than easy because they're working together at it. Um, and so I think some of that too is making sure that even if those, even if you have those people in your life, there's, there's other ones that you are getting, you know, getting fulfilled from, you know, that you're like being the, reminded. Yeah. Of the ones that you like the right prioritize vision. as well, you know, be like, Oh, Hey, I need to, you know, I need to make time for, for these particular people. Cause I know they're, they're the ones that it's, the work is fun, you know. Yeah, the yeah. work we do together is fun and good, and we see good growth from it. And so I need to prioritize being around these people and working with these people instead of. And actually, man, that seems so much like I think that a lot of your workers or people who come and train with you. Mm. Anytime you start a new job, it's intimidating and and um, stressful. Definitely. But I think of anybody, like, you definitely are someone who I think your workers would say, like, it was such an easy, peaceful experience, you know, to get trained. And Good, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, so. I may be, I may be too easy going. <laughs> you yeah. crack the whip, so. Yeah. So. Um, but, uh, yeah, that's the thing. You, just, you start emulating the people that you hang around. Yeah, we were talking just uh, right before this about the disciples, and then later on Paul emulating so many things that Jesus was saying in their lives, and kind of that, like the the people you spend that time around, the people you do that work with, are the people you end up being like. Yeah. So pay, pay pay attention to who those people are, and make sure that's the the person you want to be on the on the other side of it. You know. Yeah. Yeah, I was talking to Daniel about this, and he said anytime he said anytime I hear the word disciple the word I think of alongside it is to duplicate. And um, and then, like, for me, thinking of that with this idea of two animals working side by side, mm-hmm. one who, like you say, knows what they're doing, who's yeah. a well-experienced animal, and the, the new animal who's stumbling along, trying to figure it out, and is looking over, trying to watch the movements, and study mm-hmm. and copy those movements. And... Thinking in that in these terms has made me like really want to read the Bible. Mm, yeah, because <laughs> it's like I don't know the movements on my own, and I need help. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've really loved uh, the the Bible Project podcast and YouTube videos. Those yeah, are really great. And you were talking about the message. That's another really good like like lightweight and and modern way to like get some of those concepts grasped better yeah you know instead of being like let's dive into the 10 ways this hebrew word is used <laughs> yeah it's like and then which is really which i find very fun sometimes but it's not it's not always the best for getting a hold of a concept you know yeah. and then yeah. like figure out how to apply that so. yeah and maybe starting to like as i've been reading through and listening through on my Bible app the um, the Gospels in the Message version and even Paul's writings. It's like I can kind of get an overarching uh, sense of what's happening way better than NIV or or something like that. And a lot of times I am reading it, reading the Message or or listening, and 
then I'll stop it and go like, wait a minute, is that what that passage was? Is that kind of the idea that was held within this passage the whole time? And then I switch back to the NIV and I'm like, or something else, yeah, you know? Yeah. And I'm like, oh yeah, that makes sense. That's yeah. so cool. And some, yeah, and, I think some of it too is like, with like more religious upbringings, you hear phrases over and over again and it kind of loses some meaning or you hear a verse over and over again and it kind of loses like, it loses what it would mean to somebody who heard it like for the first time or who was like open to exploring that. And yeah. Like, oh yeah, this is a thing or whatever. Yeah. Grace or whatever. Mercy, something, something. Okay, I've heard that a bunch. I have an idea of what that is. But yeah, having it rephrased in a in a modern context is really, can be really yeah. helpful. Well, and I think that so oftentimes too, the, the things that are said are that particular culture's like... like uh, yeah, idioms. And, idioms, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. like there's tons of that. Yeah, so then we got to find like the today's yeah, way of saying mm-hmm. that. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, which I find that absolutely fascinating. Mm-hmm. That's so cool. Yeah, I think if I, I like, I kind of like the two extremes. You have like the message, which is like the least word for word <laughs> version, yeah. and then the New American Standard, which is like they try to keep as much even like word order as possible and I really like having both of them. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. like the the best of both worlds or the extremes of both so the things on the spectrum. Okay. That's good to know. Um welcome to the Tyler and Lenny religion podcast. I know, yeah, that's basically <laughs> recently with the with the boys we've been doing more <clears throat> Bible stories and stuff and um taking a break from some some other media that we were just like you know, it's just easy to slip into like watching even more shows or playing even more games every day yeah. <laughs> so for the month of June we were taking a break from like just watching TV shows and the yeah. like and so when they wanted to do something on a screen we had like a Bible app or the Bible project videos that we were doing I think that was honestly really helpful to have the kind of have them prepped with to hear about their friend passing because the Bible has tons of death in it, and they've been asking lots of questions about that. But there's also always with like the deaths, and even in the Old Testament, there's like still there's like an underlying like hope of like, hey, things are going to be better. This or like these things aren't in vain. There's going to be something that comes from this. There's going to be you know there's a promised land. There's a you know a new king. There's a all of these hopeful messages that over I would say overshadow but it's almost overlighten <laughs> you know they overlighten the 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 death and the the pain that is very obviously in our world all the time and so I was just yeah I was really thankful that we had been kind of already going through some of those concepts for them to I think help process that a little bit yeah but yeah honestly the bible needs to be turned into a game of thrones style show I'm just that's the it'll be the best because then everybody who thinks that religion is the worst will have a really entertaining game of thrones style show with tons of murder and (laughs) rape and all of the horrible things that we love to watch on television Uh (laughs) and then all of the uh all of the religious people will have to admit to believing in this book that's like (laughs) i think i think everybody wins it's just so it'll be so great and it's like such a great it's 
you could do seasons upon seasons of each like era yeah. as it goes through the story and there's, there is one like long overarching narrative from like beginning to end that has like themes throughout it but I mean there's like so many thousands of years of history you know and yeah. different each season you'd have like a different main group of people that it was about and then the next mm-hmm. season would open up and you're like oh yeah 400 years later oh they killed off this is that yeah, they killed yeah. off <laughs> That's I mean just like a, just like a non-rated Bible show. <laughs> I think that'd be the best. Have you watched at all? Have you seen any of like The Chosen? Oh, just a little bit. Yeah, it actually. Yeah. I think I watched five or six episodes, mm-hmm. and I was pretty moved by some yeah. of it. I was, I was one. I was kind of impressed by the production quality. Yeah, a lot of church stuff ends up being just like yeah, goofy and janky, and uh, <laughs> um, and yeah, it was seemed like yeah, it seemed really cool. Like a, how they made it feel really like in the era, in the period time, you know, yeah. like all the outfits looked great and the sets all looked awesome and yeah, and yeah, so it's kind of fun to yeah see that that telling. Mm-hmm. I do, yeah, I need to go watch some more of that. That's, what part of uh, the hurry is the most was like the most notable to you for like examining your own life? Was there something that you're like I feel like because you have the the what's it called the ruthless yeah the ruthless elimination of hurry or ruthless is elimination the, of is hurry the, is there you, was there anything in particular that you felt that you've been like rushing in particular or hurried about or well, frantic about I picked up the book in my bathrobe and told uh, Garth's friend like I'm not sure I really need to read this book <laughs> but because uh, I'm like you felt, just, I'm, I'm like just look at me just, I'm, just in look at, I'm, I'm in a bathrobe I'm in a bathrobe so I'm like I'm just going to read this to, to like well. boost my <laughs> position or you know to make me feel better about my life. how unhurried how I am. unhurried I am mm-hmm. no but I am there there are things that I try to rush um, I think especially relationally um, that's something that I've uh, kind of screwed up many times I think I think a lot of it though is like that I haven't been maybe yeah like walking side by side with Jesus and mm. going like tor- how how do you see this person mm-hmm. instead like I've tried to use those people to fill a hole in my life totally you know? yes and get as much as I could get get while the getting's good yeah you know? yeah and um, instead just going no like yeah. I I'm I'm just walking alongside this other guy who knows what's up in this world and I'm I need to do that for a while, I think. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so so and even as like even as like friends and spouses or whatever too, you know, it's like I mean, you are your own individual human beings and you have I mean you have everything that you need with you know, just within yourself, you know? But it's or you know within yourself and within your relationship with God but there's that there's that joy of coming alongside somebody and working with them 
and in like a marriage or in a partnership or whatever and um, rather than saying I need this person to fulfill like I said fulfill that hole yeah. you know like I am lacking I have a lack and they will fill that lack and then yeah. sometime later you're like there's still lack why do I still like I still yeah. lack something is wrong yeah. things aren't you know I just am wanting to spend even more time going slow and like getting into the quiet place. Mm. That yeah, that's the that place of solitude yeah. and 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 quiet learning and which then I think will lead to a lot of like okay, now go do this. Mm-hmm. Go love people yeah. in this way. Like yeah. here's what I want you to do. The thing I found which is it's frustrating is I feel like it's always like one step further than whatever was going to be comfortable. <laughs> when you stop and listen, you're like, okay, what's the next thing? What's the next thing I should do? And it, I feel like the answer always comes back like, you know how like the, your limit is right here. Yeah. The thing I need from you is just one step further, <laughs> not ten steps further, not yeah. not yards and yards further, just one step out of where that was going to be comfortable. I'm yeah. Like, okay. <laughs> That's. We'll uh, we'll think about this and. Sometimes you put it off, and then yeah. have to come back to it later, and it's still there, waiting, yeah. you know. Or you can take the next step out, you know, and then. What's that line? Ride that high from, for a little bit. Oh yeah, George MacDonald has a famous line that God is easy to please and hard to satisfy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Very good. <laughs> Which is great because then there's, if there was an end point, then it would be limited, you know. Yeah. But the idea that there's always that there is always something more is exciting because there's always something everything like space or something yeah like there's yeah. always something new to find yeah this just goes on forever but it's also daunting to think like you'll never have a grasp of it even a fraction of what's out there you yeah. know yeah yeah but yeah and you'll kind of start to shrivel and die if you just stay where you are yeah and if you yeah if you just yeah, if you just don't do anything you just Keep, almost keep getting smaller and smaller, you know, honestly. Oh, you know? man, that's interesting to think yeah. about. Hmm. Okay, any last thoughts? I I feel like I kind of ran out of no, I think that's things good. to I think talk about. about lots, of, lots of good stuff. Um, we have Pete Tolton, extraordinaire, as our first um, Patreon backer. Oh, yeah. So shout out to Pete. He does great videography and has helped out at the gallery some. Yeah. And uh, Josh Llewellyn is also a Thanks, Josh. He runs an excellent news publication called the Billings Beat. Yep. Oh, wait a minute. Are we not supposed to say that? I don't know. Is it a secret? I think it's kind of a secret, but probably not amongst people who (laughs) Who listen to this. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, he... uh, (laughs) As a managing share of, uh... <clears throat> anyway, so thank you guys. <laughs> if you want to jump on board, if you appreciate uh, this weekly show and want to help out, go to patreon.com forward slash the Lenny, no, forward slash Lenny and Tyler. And Tyler, okay. And there's a handful of different tiers there uh, giving levels I guess monthly giving levels and other than that we'll 
be back next week and be good to yourselves. Bye.